It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Bonjour, bonsoir, good evening, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon Marcel. The beautiful Angie Taylor. Oh, you're so bon, sweet. Bonsoir. <laughs> This is The Rendezvous. We talk love, we talk relationships, we talk ulala. And it's a call-in show. 855-905-8255. I have a story. So, you know I'm single, Angie. Yes. Looking to mingle. Single, ready to mingle. You know it. The catch of the century. Thank you. <laughs> Looking for love. Anyway, so I found on Instagram a wonderful woman, single mom, who's been separated for about, let's say, 18 months. Okay. After I found out. I called first a guy friend in Paris who said, I don't really know that well, but I know she's a good heart and a great woman. Oh, so you called a first, friend of yours that knows her yeah, personally. And he knows her a little bit. Okay. So then I looked, you know, on Instagram, you can find if you have common friends. And then I found that an ex-girlfriend of mine is a friend of hers. Okay. So I reached out to that ex of mine who is now married with a kid and has been my ex 17 years ago. I said to her, I said, you know this person, this woman? She said, yes, I do. She's very nice. I said, would you be okay to introducing me and her together, make a connection? Yes. Right? And then she, she says, hesitate. She said, I'm not sure it's the one for you. I said, no, no, this is not the question. And she said, you know, I think it's best that you let love arrives or happens to you organically. She didn't give you a reason? No, that she, she just said, she's not sure she's the one for me. No reason. Okay. And my question for you, Angie, in the same situation, you have, a sing you have two single friends, mm -hmm. both looking for love. Would you make that connection for an ex of yours or would you never make that connection for an ex-boyfriend of yours? Mm, good question. I need to know that, Angie, because I've been bothered by that question for a couple of days now. That's next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I am Simon Marcel. Bonjour and bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Angie, I need your insight. There's okay. nobody more real than you. Here's what happened. A quick recap. I'm interested in a single woman who is actually in France. I'm single. She's single. We're both single. In between me and her, there is a friend of hers and a friend of mine. But that friend is an ex-girlfriend of mine, an ex-girlfriend from 17 years ago. Okay. I would chat to her. I said, you know, would you be okay to make the connection? Put a good word for me. She'd brush it away saying, oh, you know, love should happen organically. I don't know, you know. Uh, you know, I don't know if she's the one for you. Maybe you should look where you live, blah, blah, blah. Have a great summer. She doesn't live in the United so States. So she basically refused to connect you to. Basically, yes. And she didn't give any other reason other than it should be serendipitous and it should just happen naturally. It, yes, exactly. She just doesn't want to get in the Ooh, way. Uh, and I leave here, she lives there. She just got in the way. She just got in the way by not helping you out. That's what my thought were. But then I said, what's your intuition? She, and that, the answer was, I think you should meet... Somebody organically. But she said she's a good person. Yeah. So I'm really curious as to why she wouldn't do that, because you would think that you would want your friends to be happy, to find love, especially if they're both good people. And if you can facilitate it, there's got to be some other reason that she's not telling you. So the other reason which our producer, Jill, told me the other day when I, I called and asked that question was, uh, Jill, you want to want to tell that reason why you think she would not want to introduce me to that lovely woman? Yeah, because she's still into you. Right. There, I can't think of okay. any other reason. 17 years later, married, happily married. Maybe she's jealous. Mm -hmm. Even if even if she doesn't see you getting back together or anything, maybe she's like, well, I don't want some girl I know to have you because, uh, you know, that just would make me jealous knowing that you guys are together because it's a little too real. She knows her. So... Jill said she would never introduce 
an ex-boyfriend of hers to a friend of hers. So that's the same thing. Really? Yeah, so Why is that? I just think there are so many other people. Why do you have to date my well, ex? Why is it up to you to decide? I mean, he wants it. Like, just because your friend says you should meet them organically. But maybe that's what she would do. But why is it what you have to do? Because she said so. I mean, now the problem is she said no. I, I don't have access. I, you know, I, well, what about your? You said there was another so friend. He, so that the guy knew who her. He, he knows of her more than you know, he's not close to her enough to say anything. She'll be like, okay, so your friends on Instagram, you said, yeah. So why don't you just reach out to her yourself? Well, like cut out the middlemen. But she never answered because I don't mm-hmm. think she. Would, you what know, did you say? I said we have common friends. I would love to meet you one day. My name is Simon Marcel. How long ago was this? Two weeks ago. And no, no response. No. Well, but I have I've never you tried. I tried. You tried. But my question is that Jill disturbed me because she's doing exactly the same than my my friend. I don't want to introduce really an ex. So my question to you, Angie, is have you ever introduced an ex to a girlfriend of yours? And would you? I don't know that I've ever been asked to do that, but I would depending. I mean, if it was somebody that I dated for years and it was love and then it would feel awkward if I have to see them together all the time. I don't know about that. I mean, maybe if there's enough time in between, but what's it to me? Honestly, if I'm thinking about it, we're in different places. I'm happily married. Like, why should I dictate whether or not these people are together? That's where I came to you because I feel my friend, Jill, and sometimes men or women don't want to introduce the excess to no one because once we've had ooh-la-la, it's like, once mine, always mine. And therefore, I'm not going to be the one helping that other connection. Sadly for me, and sadly maybe for that woman who doesn't know me. But I feel that's the root of the question. Once you've had the ooh-la-la, that's it. You're mm. not going to pass it. You know? so That's too bad. That is too bad. So uh, I see you have a stack of emails with date or dump. Yes. So that's coming up next. Date or dump on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Yes, that's me. My accent is French, if you haven't noticed. Oh, if you're oui, not oui. sure, oui, 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 oui. How could you not be sure? I know. Sometimes people have said, you know, I'm Russian, German, this, that. So, anyway, uh, we have two ways to reach out to us. The phone number, 855-905-8255, and then simonenergy.com for an email. And we have something called Date or Dump. It's a unique segment, Angie. Mm-hmm. Where if you don't know what to do radically, date or dump, you email NG and I. We received one from Jennifer, listening in Sarasota Springs, New York, on 99.5 The River. And Jennifer says, Simon and Angie, I need your help. This guy that I'm seeing is constantly making fun of me about everything. Hmm. From my taste in music, to how I eat ice cream, to clothes that I wear. At first, it was sort of funny, but it seems like he's doing it more and more, and now he even does it in front of other people, which is mm. embarrassing. I know some guys tease girls that they like, but I feel like it's really excessive now. Everything else about him is great, though. He's hot, has a great job, and he's nice to me other than that. Should I <laughs> date or dump him? Oh, I have a very strong reaction to this. I mean, when she said that, I know sometimes guys tease the girl they like. Yeah, when they're like eight on the playground in elementary school, children do that, but I, I have some opinions. I do too. We'll be right back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. We have a date or dump, Angie. Yes. We have a situation. Jen said that she met this guy, uh, but he's making fun of her. He's teasing her. But she also said that he's hot, he's successful, and other than teasing her all the time, even in public, 
he is okay. So she wonders, should she date him or dump him? She should dump him. Absolutely. Well, he's making fun of the way she dresses, the way she eats ice cream, her taste in music. He does it in front of other people. He's insecure about something, and this is a control thing. He needs to make her feel small in order to feel like a big man somehow. And you're not dating a man. You're dating a child. This is childish behavior. Um, It's it's Uh really insulting. Uh uh And why would you want to make somebody feel that small that you're dating? So... I would like Jen, before she decides, to ask why he likes to be mean. All of these are mean attacks on her. So don't pretend it doesn't bother you. Don't pretend that it's okay. Stop it and say, listen, stop that. Why are you being mean to me? And sometimes with that red light, somebody might change because they get it. Unless somebody says, stop you being mean, why? It sounds like it's getting progressively worse. Until she said that stuff. So I, you said dump. I say dump. I say have a conversation, one more date, and nail him. And then let's see if he apologizes, because I like forgiveness, and I like to think that maybe that's the only thing he needs to learn. I Stop love, I love forgiveness, too. I also you know, believe in trusting people's behaviors when it's repetitive, when it's habitual. I worry, but, you know. I, I say give him one last date. Tell him why you're being mean. You said dump. I say dump. You said dump. Okay. Thank you, Jen. Good luck to you. Reach out to us. Let us know how it went. We are on your side. Welcome back to the rendezvous. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, bonjour, Simon. Good evening. Uh, you're listening to the rendezvous. It's a call-in show. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. You have a question. You have a, something on your mind. You want Angie's opinion, my opinion. You call us. We have Lana listening in Paradise Hills, New Mexico, on one hundred point three, The Peak, with us. Bonjour, Lana. Bonjour. How are you? Good. Hi, good. Lana. Bonjour. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? Okay. So I'm in graduate school, and I, I met this really nice guy, and, you know, we've just been kind of chatty and had to work on projects, and then he asked me out, and um, so I was super excited, but then he seemed like he was really pushing to meet my parents, mm-hmm. like, before we, met, we went out, even, and I was just like, what is going on? And so I'm, <laughs> I'm just confused, like, why would a man want to, you know, meet my family that quickly, and should I be concerned or I, I don't know I'm, I'm finding it to be really bizarre and I don't know how to handle it he wants to meet your family Lana before you even really started to date exactly I've never heard of that before me neither is he religious do you know is this like a cultural or religious uh, thing uh, I I mean I get the sense that maybe you know he he goes to church on Sunday but doesn't you know it doesn't seem like He's, you know, super religious. Um, so, Lana, he could be. Do you know of anyone that dated him before you? Like, is there any girlfriend that dated him? Any any history? Anything about? Because this is so unique. Um, I know someone who I think they went on a date with, so I guess I could, you know, reach out to her and. But it makes me nervous because it's like they're not dating. So, was there something like that? Well, what uh, about just asking him? Did you ask him like why would you insist on meeting my parents? We haven't even got on a date yet. Yeah. I haven't. I don't know. I don't want to. Like, he's so nice and so sweet that, like, I don't want to. Offend him. Well, he's yeah, pushing, but he's pushing him, but you. Weird. Here's the thing. You're worried about pushing him, but you feel like you're being pushed. So why is it okay yeah. for him to make you uncomfortable? You know what I mean? Like, by you not saying anything, you're allowing yourself to feel uncomfortable when there's a very easy solution is to say, well, 
is there a reason that you're insisting on meeting my parents? I'm just curious. You don't have to say it in a mean way or or anything like that, but there's no reason you should just sit here and feel uncomfortable. I agree. Yeah. I agree with Angie. I mean, being sweet or uh, being kind or being just curious. What's uh, up with the parents? Cute thing? doesn't yeah. give you a reason to be weird, right? So let's not confuse his other qualities with this weird request. Uh, I, I think you have to ask him, and then let's just see what he says. And if you're uncomfortable with introducing him to your parents, which I would be so. I so would, I would not even do it. I wouldn't do it either. So don't do anything you're not comfortable with, especially don't just sit in this space that he's put you in. Yeah, I mean, it, I, that makes a lot of sense that it's like, well, I feel like I'm being pushed. So, right. you know, I, I and, and not like pushed in a mean way or in a forceful way, but just in you know, a I feel weird like, way. It, it makes <laughs> you <laughs> uncomfortable. So get out of the uncomfortable, <laughs> uncomfortable space. Yes. Yeah. OK, so uh, ask him the question, Lana. To you, tell, I'm not yeah. say I'm not comfortable. Okay. And then see how it goes, okay? Okay, thank you so much. Best of luck to you. Thank you so much. Angie, I think we agree that for Lana, I mean, meeting before you even go on a date or go dating, meeting the parents is weird and, and not a good idea. When is it the right time to meet parents when you date? Ah. And that's coming up next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, Simon. We just had Lana on the phone. This guy, she kind of met and says, I want to meet your parents before they even start dating. That's so I, weird. It was weird. Yeah. Then that came to me and I said, you know, but when is the right time to meet the parents? I think that has to, that, that decision comes from both parties, I believe. You know, like when you both decide that you think it's the right time. I don't think there's a set date. I don't think there's a certain amount of time that you've had to date. I think it just depends on how your relationship is progressing, how close your families are. I personally, my family is so crazy that I always put off introducing anybody I was dating until as far down the line as possible because I didn't want it to hinder what they thought about me because they're so all over the place. I like that strategy, even though my family is not so over the place, but I feel like until you feel it's really the one and there's really hope for something wonderful happening, then don't introduce your parents. Why? Get to know each other. Yeah. Even if it's six months, even if it's a year, there's no rush until you know, both of you, that really you're going to try to make it together and maybe you know get engaged, get married. Then why introduce the parents? Some parents get really attached to whoever you're dating to because they're going to assume, oh, this is the one you're going to marry. Oh, this is going to be the, the mother or father of my grandchildren. They get really attached. And then and when you break up, they're mad at you. That's yes. happened in my family before. So I knew better than to bring anybody along unless it was real deal. And, and I have a story about also, Simon, <laughs> the first time I was introduced to my husband's father, ah. which wasn't even in person. It was on the phone. It was on speakerphone in a car. Random oh, story. I want to hear that story, and that's coming up next on The Rendezvous. Stay with us. Bonjour, bonsoir, et welcome back to The Rendezvous. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, bonjour. Yes, I'm Simon Marcel, and right before we went to break, you said that you have a story. Well, we're talking about meeting the parents yeah. when you're in a relationship, and I met my husband's father mm -hmm. In a very unusual way. I wasn't supposed to meet him yet. We were dating maybe a month. Yes. And we were driving at the time my husband was living in L.A. And I was in the car with him. And uh -huh. he kept getting this phone call from his father. And okay. he kept ignoring it. He's like, we're on a date, blah, blah, blah. I'll call him back later. But repeated phone calls. He's like, I got to pick this up. Um, I hope you don't mind. Okay. So he picks it up. And it's his dad calling from jail. He had oh. been arrested the Are night before. Yes. And uh, my husband said, well, dad, I'm, I'm in the car with my date. 
But whatever, I guess it's all out there now. So they proceeded to have this conversation. I'm like, you know, you can take me off speakerphone. But my husband, at the same time, it showed a, a level of trust in me that he felt safe around me. And it sort of made us closer. It made me feel like he was looking at me a different way, like as family, because he's like, listen, my dad is crazy. This is what he does. I just thought I'd put it out there. You're going to meet him eventually. And there was a part of me that was really touched by that, even though it was so crazy and random. I thought, wow, he feels safe. Did you feel worried for a split second? No. Like father, like son? Not at all. No. Because they're so different. Okay. I knew the man that I was with, and I know from my own crazy family that we can be from a very bad environment and turn out completely That's different. True. You know, we are not who our families are and our parents are all the time. That's true. Not all the time. <laughs> Thank you for that story, Angie. Uh, you have a question. You need advice. That's what we do with Angie. She's the real and the romance. So call us, 855-905-8255, and we'll answer those questions. And that's next on The Rendezvous. You are listening to The Rendezvous. I am Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. And The Rendezvous is a call where we give advice. Our number is 855-905-8255. We have Brooke listening in Albany, New York on 98.5. The Cat. Bonjour, Brooke. Bonjour. Comment allez-vous? Hey, Simon. Hey, Bo- Angie. I love you guys. Ah, well, thank you. Hey, Brooke. Nous allons bien. We are doing good. What's going on in your life? Okay, so I met this guy and we dated kind of, sort of, hung out for maybe three weeks, and he had to fly out of the country. He's on tour. I don't want to say with who Ooh. to work. Oh, he's in a band. Ooh. <laughs> he's the opening act for a really big – he's an opening act. We'll leave it at that. That's amazing. And, yeah, I'm really happy for him. And we really, really hit it off. And we know some of the same people in our scene. And basically when he left, you know, we talked for six hours, like – We were sending pictures, and I noticed before he left, it seemed like this girl that I know that he knows kind of could tell that there was something going on with us, and she'd see, I felt like she started flirting with him on social media, and then he started flirting with her more and more when he left, and we've talked about it. He says that it's not real. It's in my head that there's nothing going on. We've had a huge argument. We're not even talking anymore right now. Oh, He's wow. still sub- sending me subliminal messages on Instagram, which I can tell. Mm-hmm. And But we got into this huge argument. He says, I don't have her number. Nothing's ever happened. It's all in your head. And I think he's full of, full of, full of it. I don't believe him. And so I don't know what to do. I really like him. He's not going to be back until September. And we're not even talking now. Wow. Because we got into such a big argument. And I think it's because he really needs to focus on work, which I get. But when he I left, just, let me ask you, um, Brooke, when he left to go on the road, were you guys in an exclusive relationship? Were you uh, agreed that you were boyfriend and girlfriend? No. Okay. It was just too soon to do that. Okay. You know? And so, but I, I, Simon, you know, I can't stand. I hate when you have a concern or you feel a certain type of way and you present it to the person you're seeing or dating and they say, it's all in your head. That drives me insane because I have a genuine feeling. I have a genuine concern. And now you're immediately dismissing it. Absolutely. I mean, and he, and I brought it up and I said, okay. And I felt, and then when I told him, I said, the second time I brought up, I said, I feel like you're not being honest. You guys, he went berserk on me. Like, and I know he's under a lot of pressure and I was like, whoa, this is not. We're all under a lot of pressure. You know, everybody is. Life is stressful. It does. He's not under any more pressure than anybody else. Well, and now we're not talking. And then. You know, 
he's just not. I tried to talk to him because I wanted to clarify one thing, and so, he says he doesn't want anything to do with me. But then on social media, he's alluding to getting back and yeah. talking, and I help. Brooke, first of all, three weeks, it's just not really dating. It's just barely to get You're to know each other. So yeah. number one. Two, your intuition is always right. When mm-hmm. you said, I feel like you know something's going on with that other girl, I mean, I don't buy the, I don't have a number. We all have social media, DM, messages. So you don't need to have actually the cell phone number of anyone to communicate. He did tell me that he said the most that I've ever gotten was a DM from her asking when I was coming back in town back to a, another venue that he works at and does stuff with in our city. Mm. Um, but, so he did tell me that she's DM'd him. Right, so, so exactly. And so, and your intuition is ringing like red alert, red code, things are not sounding well. So it's not, right? You can never, never deny yourself that intuition. And there's one thing you can do now is total distance, meaning okay. silence, distance, no message, no phone call, yeah. no DM. Agree. Right? Agree, and especially because he's going to be gone, like you said, uh, for a couple and- months still. So there's nothing that you guys can do to make each other feel better when you have that much I mean you're across the globe from each other so I would wait until he's back in your area and if he's interested he'll come find you because he knows that you are that's it we agree so full distance full silence and let's see what happens do not reach out to him mute him on social so you are not tempted by the way and so you're not reading his subtweets and reading into them just mute him mute him mute him mute him no communication okay Okay, thank you, guys. You're welcome, okay. doll. Good luck, Brooke. Thank you, Brooke. Good luck to you. Everybody needs a little help sometimes. That's what we're here for. And sometimes it's even more about romance than the relationship itself. I know you have this email in your hand, and she just said, call Bonjour, Simon Marcel. And that's me when you want to hear a bit more about a romantic advice. Email me, simonandangie.com. Angie, let's move on to this email called Bonjour Simon Marcel. Mm-hmm. And that you send it to me at simonandangie.com. Elisa, listening on Tampa Mix 100.7, says, Bonjour Simon, I'm in need of your help. My boyfriend forgot his cell phone at home tonight, and I'm wondering whether or not to go through it. Mm. I don't have any suspicions, really, but it's right here, <laughs> and it's so tempting that I might never have this opportunity again. Do you think there is any harm in taking a peek through his text and DMs? Question mark. She absolutely has suspicions. Come on. She might not have any basis for her suspicion, is what I think she meant to say, but she has suspicions. Elisa, my hair is standing up just reading this. So I'm so glad you emailed us, and we're going to answer to you right next on the Rendezvous. Stay with us. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonjour, Simon. Bonsoir. Uh, we received that very interesting Bonjour, Simon Marcel email. Basically, Elisa has the cell phone of her boyfriend in front of her right now. He left it at home by mistake. And it's on the table. Uh-huh. And she doesn't have any suspicion, she says. Yes, she does. But she <laughs> wants to know if it's okay to take a peek at his text and so on. No, no. No, no, no. Listen, she says she's not suspicious. She's curious. She's very, very curious. I will say from experience, I made this mistake one time and one time only because it backfired so bad. My husband did the same thing. I went looking through all his texts, all his personal stuff and read into everything, assumed things that weren't there, questioned him on it. 
it turns out everything was innocent. And if you go looking for something, you will find it, is what I'm saying. Something that is not there. And I swore after that day I would never do it again because it caused such an argument. And now then he didn't trust me for the longest time. That happened nine years ago. And he still thinks that I might snoop. And I learned my lesson then. But it's always in the back of their mind. And you don't want to make that mistake. It does. Good points. I'll add two things, Angie. You know, when the police wants to search a house, they need a warrant, which is an authorization by a judge that you can come and search somebody's information. Same thing for the phone. Unless somebody said, it's okay to search my phone, you are doing something illegal. You cannot use the information. Right. You even fine. Number two, snooping is stealing. Eliza, if your boyfriend left a few hundred bucks on the table tonight, or you could be tempted to take it just to see, right? Same thing. Temptation Ste- is there, but... Stealing information... Or stealing money is a crime, moral crime and a legal crime. So do not do it, Elisa. Angie and I are strong on this. Yes, it's going to cause it. lasting problems. Put that, don't even look at that phone. <laughs> don't even get close to that phone. Right. Um, and you have a little announcement for the class. You said that you want to talk to us tonight. I want to talk to you guys. We need, we need to I'm you, share something with y'all. You, you want to share something? Yes. So stay with us. Angie's going to share something very important. That's next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, Simon. What is going on, Angie? Well, listen, um, so I I wanted to talk to everyone, talk to our listeners, and and talk to, you know, uh, you guys. Um, I've been here on The Rendezvous for a year and a half Mm -hmm. with you, Simon, and Jill, and Trisha, and Adam, and and all of our listeners, and all our affiliates. And um, unfortunately... (laughs) I, I hate to say it, but um, tonight is going to be my last night on The mm-hmm. Rendezvous. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Simon, you guys have known for a while, but um, I'm sharing it with our listeners who've been with us every single night. Um, it, this is totally my decision. It has nothing to do with anything other than I am so um, overwhelmed with a lot of stuff in life, work. Um, if you don't know, I also have a morning show that I do full-time um, that I've done for 25 years I've been doing morning radio. Yeah, just to say, because Angie, and you can continue, I want to say that because, you know, she is the queen of the morning show in Chicago on Kiss FM, and then we're going to miss Angie tremendously. Well, l- I just want to explain why I'm leaving. I don't I don't want people to think that... Um, I've been mean to you. Have I been mean to you? You've been so you've mean. I cannot wait to get out of here. No, you've been amazing, <laughs> and, and everybody's been amazing, but um, being a mom and already having a full-time job and, and having another job... Uh, the rendezvous is getting so big and expanding, and you're podcasting, and and there's so many elements to the show that I unfortunately cannot keep up with anymore. And so I made a very hard decision to not go away forever because I'm always going to be in your hair. Um, <laughs> we still are working here yes. on the same floor, so I'm going to peek in and here and well, there every part, night. You're part of the rendezvous and always will be. <laughs> and and we are very uh, sad to see you leave. We are grateful for everything you brought to the rendezvous, your energy, your joy of life, your stories, the not so newlywed, the reality dose that I need. <laughs> and Angie brought to the team, for if you have been listening to this show for almost five years now, an extraordinary energy a positive energy, and we, we will miss it. Crazy energy. <laughs> Cra- crazy sometimes, well, o- always fun, always kind, and a lot of fun. This has been an amazing experience for me. I've never you know, been part of a national show, which has been so great, and I thank you so much for mm-hmm. allowing me to join you every night, Simon. I've learned so much um, working here with you. Uh, you have this amazing 
way uh, with your life stories and this calmness about you and this romantic element that you've sort of changed a lot of the way that I think about things. And I've learned a lot from our listeners sharing their love stories and, and their life stories. And I hope that um, in this last year and a half that I've, you know, helped impart something. For sure. <laughs> Not crazy, but no, um, no. I, I love all your quirks and I'm going to miss those every single night. Uh, I'm, I'm going to miss the nightly costume changes. <laughs> that too. And, and the chocolates, the free chocolates that we get around here. Um, I will jump in for those. Yes, that's always welcome. But I, I do want to thank you, Simon, very, very much for um, being welcome, such an amazing, my, my most favorite partner I've ever had. Thank you. And, and same, same. And I've had a lot. And, and another thing is, <laughs> well, I've had a lot. I've had a lot. Another thing, uh, following this announcement, we have decided with the show, nobody can replace Angie's. There's no replacement coming. So, uh, starting uh, starting on Monday, it's me with you. Basically, it's you listening, you the callers. Of course, there's Jill will be with me, Trisha and Adam. But the rendezvous will continue. Still about love. Still about you questions. Still about bonjour, bonjour Simon, Marcel, date or dump. A lot of great things are coming up and new things we're starting. Uh, but it will be me, your host. You've known me for five years. Yes. You've followed me for five years. We grow together. Yes. And uh, we'll invite Angie to join us once in a while. Yeah, I would love to. And I'm so excited for you and, and the future of The Rendezvous. The show is getting bigger and bigger all the time. And and we cannot be more grateful to the listeners who've made this show sure. bigger and bigger. Of course. I want to thank you. And I want to thank our amazing executive producer, Jill. That's it. Who I've known and loved for 15 years, who's just so amazing. Um and was, it was so instrumental in, in allowing me to be a part of this show. So thank you so much, Jill. Thank you, Bubbly Trisha, who's so sweet and fun and, and awesome and moved all the way to Chicago to be a part of this show. Thank That's you, true. Adam, who I love so much, my my devil, my other <laughs> devil on my shoulder. I already have one. He's the other one, too. Um, same sense of humor. And I love you guys. So also we thank you. We love you, too, Angie. Thank you to iHeart. Thank you to Premiere. That's and thank right. you to our listeners more than anything. I've enjoyed this so, so much. And I'm not saying goodbye. No. How do I say see you later in French? Just au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. I'm not saying goodbye. I'm saying au revoir. Au revoir. Until next bientôt. time. Yes, but stay with me. And that's coming up next on The Rendezvous. Listening to The Rendezvous, I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. A great night, an emotional night because you're leaving us. And uh, that's it, the emotional I'm moment. Leaving. I'm leaving. You're next door. I'm next at, door. At Kiss FM. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see you very see you soon. We had a great show. Remember, we talked about when I had to ask an ex girlfriend of mine to introduce me to a friend of hers. And I'm not going to tell you what she said, but the question was is it okay to ask your ex to set you up? That was a great answer for Mandy yeah. about this, by the way. And then we talked to, uh, we had this uh, date or dump email when uh, Jennifer had this question about dating a guy who makes fun of her, teases her, and it's irritating and it's not nice. What do you do then? We had also a great call. I remember this one. We had a great call from Brooke about the man that she just started to see. Everything was really cool, really great, really steamy and everything. But then she found out that he was uh, flirting with another woman on social media. Mm -mm -mm. What to do then? We even had this question about if you see the cell phone of your partner Next to you, your partner is out. Should you ever, ever <laughs> snoop in? If you've missed the show, part of the show, simonenergy.com, all of it is here. 
And I'll finish this this night by saying to Angie a big, big thank you in French. Merci, merci, merci pour tout. Thank you for everything. If you miss Angie like I do miss Angie, I listen to her in the morning here in Chicago and you can listen to her too. She has the best show in town. iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio app. 103.5 Kiss FM Chicago. She's there every morning. I listen to her. You can listen to her. Thank you. Angie, thank you again. Merci, merci, merci. Merci. I'll be back on Monday. Have a great weekend. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.